Hello, everybody. My name is uh, Nicholas Bagley, and I'm your host of this podcast, which is called Manage to Society. And this is pretty much just a podcast venture by me, just to get on here and tell you guys what I think about the world, what I think about sports, what I think about everything going on, what I think about pop culture, what I think about the government and their shady dealings, and all the bullshit they get us into. And yeah, that's pretty much what it's about. Now, it will be unapologetically me, and... Sorry to uh, burst your bubble, but I am really not all that PC, and I don't really care to be either. So, if I offend you, I am uh, sorry. This probably isn't a podcast for you, but also, don't really care in the first place, because it's my show. But with that said, I hope you enjoy the show, and uh, today's a pilot episode, so it'll probably be a little shorter than the ones moving forward, and that's uh, just how it is. Uh, I got a few things to get through, so let's talk about it. All right, we'll start with Ecuador. Does anybody uh, notice what the hell is going on over there? Apparently, um, some cartel leader broke out, or they let him free, and now terrorists are running around colleges and executing people. And uh, they went into a newsroom and started to threaten to kill people live on air. Yep, good times in the world. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? What else happened this week? Or last week? I guess that little fake Miami bullshit. Or all those squad cars. People are saying it could be aliens. But, you know, I think it's just a distraction. I noticed there was a uh, school shooting that killed one, I believe. And it was done by a mentally unstable uh, person. That might identify as one thing or another. And, yeah. Shocker. But um, definitely not the SSRIs that make people go off the deep end and fucking kill people. Definitely not. It's probably just the guns. You know, there seems to be a pattern lately of shootings of, uh, well, let's just say it used to be straight white men angry with the world. But now it is a demographic that I can't really talk about. But, you know, it is what it is. But again, that might have also just been to distract from the fact that the Epstein uh, client stuff is starting to slowly roll out. There's been a few depositions from uh, victims being released, naming a few names. Most are not really surprising if you actually look into things. Bill Clinton, Oprah Winfrey, Bill Gates, Richard Bronson, uh, Stephen King. Yeah. Also, weirdly enough, this one's a catcher. Stephen Hawking. Yeah, that, that, that wheelchair intelligent individual liked to be a little devious and go to the island and watch midgets try to solve equations on chalkboards. Apparently that was his kink. So, if you can't imagine that, I'll do it for you. Um, yes, oh yes, hey, can you please solve these equations for me while I sit in this chair? I want to get it done. Oh boy, yes, please solve that equation. I'm getting so hard even though I cannot feel it. Um, yes, 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 I'm going to bust up. Yeah, apparently that's how that would go. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, I might go to hell, but it is what it is. I already stamped my ticket if I am. So yeah, that stuff's going on. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel... 
And Aaron Rodgers got a nice feud going on, all because Jimmy Kimmel wants to bash Aaron Rodgers for his beliefs on COVID, which are slowly morphing into the truth for over four years. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers suggests that he might be on the Epstein uh, Island list, and I really wouldn't be surprised, all things considered. If you remember Jimmy Kimmel, he used to be on The Man Show, and he was a pretty disgusting person in the first place, and he did blackface, too. But, yeah, they're going at it, and Jimmy Kimmel's punk-ass is trying to threaten him to go to court. But, you know, it is what it is. Comedians can't take jokes, I guess. Um, pretty much just a hypocrite because he can bash people for years. And, uh, you know, the second someone says something, oh, my God, I'm going to cry about it, blah, 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 whatever. But because of that, uh, Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers are in hot water. And it kind of sucks because those are two of my favorite people because they just are unapologetically themselves and pretty funny. So... Hey, Aaron, take some ayahuasca for me, buddy. Um, I guess since it's the 11th, the insurrection was only a few days ago. Well, the anniversary of it, I guess. Um, biggest bullshit on earth, dude. That's probably the worst insurrection I've ever seen in my life. You go on fucking Twitter or X or whatever it's called, and you watch some of those third world countries and their insurrections. Now, those are real. Those ones aren't being let in by federal agents and provoked. And, um, yeah, it's crazy that all those people got, like, combined 847 years in jail. And they're still arresting these people, by the way. But yet all those people in the Epstein dealings got zero arrests and zero jail time. Hey, that's America in a nutshell, I guess so. Right? Everything wrong with this country. But, um, yeah, i seen that the leader of the insurrection, Ray Epps, only got sentenced to a year of probation. A year of probation. And he was the main provocateur that tried to get people to storm the Capitol. And he only got a year? That's pretty odd. Almost like he was a plant. Huh. Definitely not, though, if you listen to the mainstream news, though. Nope. <laughs> what else is going on? Uh, I guess Trump's in some uh, hot water. He's got several cases. Now, I'll state here first that I am not really a Trumper. Like, if anybody, I would vote for RFK Jr. over both Biden and Trump. But I will say, all these court cases coming against Trump right before he runs for re-election is pretty suspicious. Like, especially this fraud case that he's got going on in New York right now where they say he lied about his uh, properties and the value of them. But it's really weird because they won't allow a jury. And Trump has also had the top executive at one of his banks come in and testify that they love doing business with him and that he was not fraudulent. And he also had one of the top accounting professors at New York University come in and look over his books and state that there was no misfiling and no fudging the numbers. And that everything looked accurate. Even then, they still want to lean towards him being guilty. Mind you, his bank and one of the best accounting people looked over his stuff and said that he is in the clear. Now mind you, this is the same judge that already said Trump was guilty before the trial even started. So yeah, definitely a kangaroo court action. As far as the insurrection goes, absolute bullshit. That one should be thrown out too. 
Um, you could see him trying to call for peaceful protests, and you could see that he was trying to get the National Guard in there, and Pelosi denied it. So that way things could ramp up. See, they knew Biden wasn't going to last too long, so now they're trying so hard to get Trump to not be able to run again because there's really nobody to challenge him. And the fact that now they're trying to bring up the possibility of Michelle Obama or Michael Obama, whatever you want to call her, <laughs> uh, and to replace him is quite hilarious. Like, And I'll be honest with you, someone does need to replace Biden because uh, that dude's out to lunch 24-7. He doesn't know where he is. He looks like a damn Roomba robot on the fucking stage just circling around not knowing where to go. Like, that dude's out to lunch. Um, makes Fetterman look like fucking Einstein. Speaking of Fetterman, I cannot believe that I agree with him more and more as the days go on. I don't know whatever happened to him ever since he went to Walter Reed for medical help and mental health, but ever since he came out, that motherfucker has been making a lot of sense and talking about the right things. He says that we need a border and a secure border and that everybody is delusional if they think that there's not a problem. He said that we need to stop selling China farmland and suggest taking back the farmland that we sold them and championing for us to make steel a main priority in America again, and specifically in Pennsylvania. So with that said, I don't care if he's a Republican or Democrat. I agree with what the fuck he's pushing right now because it all makes sense. And at least uh, that's one person making sense in politics these days. Now, here's a topic where I might lose a bunch of you. Let's talk about conflicts and wars. Let's start with Israel and Palestine and Gaza and Hamas and Hezbollah. Um, what to really say about that? Because I don't want to be labeled an anti-Semitic, even though I will be. Even though I have no problem with Jewish people, just governments. Now, I will say, the fact that Israel is acting like a complete victim is kind of fucked up. Because that is the same people that went into the uh, West Bank and raised and destroyed places of worship. And then also kicked people out of their houses and took them over. So, all that happened way before October 7th happened. With that said, I will say that um, I think this is pretty dumb and pretty selfish, and I think Israel's trying to land grab, and uh, I just don't feel like they have the right to play the victim when they have equally been provoking the shit out of each other for years. It's just that Palestine and their backed militant groups decided to give them a good old what for because uh, they're tired of it. And then Israel gave them back an even bigger what for and took it about 10 steps farther by bombing hospitals and refugee camps. Now here's the problem I have. You can't really claim to be the victim anymore once you commit those terrible atrocities. Like, hello, you're bombing children's hospitals and refugee camps. You're kicking people out of areas and telling them to move to different areas just to then bomb those areas? No, you're not a victim at that point, and I don't really feel bad for you. I don't care. I said it. 
label me whatever. Don't give a fuck. It's wrong. Both sides are wrong. Both sides are being terrorists. I don't care. I said what the fuck I said. And that's where I stand on that. They're both being terrorists. Um, but, you know, if someone started to destroy your places of worship and raid your houses and then kick you out in the streets, you're probably going to get mad too, right? Just saying. One side has a little bit more reasoning than the other side. But that doesn't excuse both sides. The problem I have with Israel is instead of just containing it to the Gaza area and the Israel area, they are taking it to Lebanon, they're taking it to um, Iran, they're taking it to Syria. So yeah, like once you start extending this war past its initial fighting point, I can't really view you as the victim. Like, at the end of the day, it is a war, so somebody's got to win. But let's just stop all the victim bullshit. This isn't Nazi Germany, 1940s. I don't really feel bad for you anymore because technically you're doing the same fucking thing to the Palestinian kids and women and men. But that's just my stance, regardless who started it. Now... Let's talk about the Ukraine and Russia bullshit um, that we definitely egged on through a coup attempt and succession of the coup attempt in 2013 and 2014, which is called the Maidan coup. I think that's how it's pronounced. But basically, what we did over there was cause civil unrest and protest to pretty much lead Ukraine away from Russia and into a more Western society. And we caused a bunch of protests and we ousted their president and installed a new government that was Western friendly. And, you know, installed the puppets and then pretty much ruined all relations that the Ukrainian people had with Russia. All because we wanted to peddle our influence even further, just like we've done to just about every other country, you name it. Um, Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, um, Vietnam, just, you know, name a few places. Now, uh, to touch back up on what I was talking about earlier, there's been a few more names listed to the Epstein clients through the depositions or depositions. Uh, Stephen King and uh, Richard Bronson. No one's really surprised. Two creepy fucks. So that's exciting. So yeah, slowly but surely, all these people are getting wrapped up in that. And I'm rather sure that there were some bombings and killings of the Russian citizens that were residing in Ukraine also. But that's neither here nor there. That war with Ukraine and Russia started way before Russia's invasion. It started because we were peddling over there and ignoring Russia's security concerns, which, if um, fair is fair, like if a country has concerns, it should be heard, but we ignored it for, oh, I don't know, about seven to eight years and kept getting closer and closer. Now, if we really want to take it back, all this can really stem back to America and Russia's problem with each other because after the Cold War, America and Russia had an agreement that if they disbanded the USSR, then everything would be cool and dandy. And we 
Russia agreed and said, okay, only if NATO doesn't go past Germany. So, everybody handshake, they agreed. And then a couple presidents later, doop, 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 NATO countries keep on joining. And now there's really only one country between us and NATO. So it used to be a nice cluster of space between both the Western world and Russia. But now it's literally on its doorstep. And Russia, literally all they tried to say was, hey, stop coming fucking close to us. We had this agreement back in the day. And then that went ignored and ignored until Russia kindly said, you know what? You're not going to listen to us. We're just going to fucking show you what's good. And then Russia gave Ukraine the what for. And it's pretty sad because innocent people are dying on both sides. But that's just how governments are. They don't fucking care. They don't care. Everybody's cannon fodder. Everybody's just a number. They don't care. They want to advance their agenda. So, now that those two most controversial parts are out of my belief system, let's continue on about something else. You guys see what's going on with Hunter Biden? You know, I know he's a president's son, but like he truly is acting like he is above the law. He uh, pretty much blatantly ignored subpoenas to um, Congress and uh, then just randomly showed up just to show off that he was untouchable. Now, for the same Joe Biden that says people aren't above the law, hey Joe, why is your son above the law? How come earlier last year there was a bunch of cocaine found in the White House and nobody got in trouble for it? I mean, we know who it belongs to. If you if you take a look at the laptop and look at the videos, you can see your son smoking a bunch of crack and spending time with hookers, spending mad amount of money on hookers, making business dealings for you, and, you know, this last one is alleged, but it wouldn't surprise me because Hunter Biden is the same dude who did fuck his dead brother's wife shortly after he died. But apparently, Hunter Biden was getting foot jobs from his niece. Now, that's a whole freaking weird family to get into, and it just doesn't start there because Jill Biden used to babysit the small Bidens, and yeah, that's just a whole weird fucking sex family. But, the point of the fact is, if nobody's above the law, Joe Biden, why is Hunter above the law? Like, there's significant evidence on him, more so than there is on Trump of any wrongdoings. But yet, everybody's just talking about Trump. Nobody's really talking about Hunter Biden and all of his tax fraud and illegal activities. And, you know, him making deals for you for influence, pretty much. Now, this might be a hot topic. <laughs> Let's, you guys all remember COVID, right? Such a scary fucking thing that was, right? So terrible. Now, it was terrible for some, and unfortunately, I'm going to sound pretty crass saying this, but if you were, like, super obese and unhealthy, yeah, it was a scary thing. And it was a very real thing. I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to deny it at all, but we all know it came from the lab. It wasn't natural, and that it was a gain of function research program gone wrong that got out but you remember when they said the uh, vaccines were like super safe and effective and you know you wouldn't get uh, COVID from them if you got the shots you wouldn't be hospitalized and you wouldn't die well you know it's weird that that effectiveness when they first came out went from like 99.98 percent to now I think Pfizer's hovering around like 68 percent effective and I remember Dr. Fauci championing the Johnson & Johnson one-shot vaccine Said it was, you know, perfectly safe and effective. Now that it's banned, (laughs) 
And talking about Fauci, I don't really know how anybody gave that fucking Keebler elf the time of the day when he was largely responsible for the AIDS epidemic of the 80s. And people forget about that. People think he's like some hero, but don't realize a lot of people that hate him now, just as many hate him in the 80s. Because they fucked up a lot of things with his dumbass research. But just to remind you guys, this is a guy that said the vaccines are safe and effective and you won't get COVID and you, if you get it. Remember, he did say that. You can look it up. It's on tape. Nope. I know several people who have caught COVID about three or four or five times that have been boosted galore. Doesn't really matter. So either one, these vaccines aren't that effective as they push just to get people to take them or two, it's just a fucking show. Because, I'm sorry, if you're updated on all your vax and your boosts, about six of them, uh, you probably shouldn't be catching it so easily. It's almost like they weren't really needed in the first place if you're still fucking catching it left and right. Uh, I mean, and the global survival rate's like 99.8% anyway, so... I mean, I get it if you have several health problems, or you're like... I would say not on the favorable side because the people in my age demographic, people below me, and the class right above me, we made it out pretty much just fine. All it did was really fuck up the gravely sick, the gravely obese, and the elderly. And looking back for years, all that shit just to tank the economy for that? I don't know. Someone has to say it, but I think... We might have overreacted a little bit. And not to mention Fauci was just testifying today, I believe, or yesterday, that um, the uh, whole six feet distance thing was not based on science and that it just kind of happened. So that whole stay apart six feet was not based on science at all. So, you know, when people were actually losing their family members... And, you know, couldn't see their loved ones, couldn't go to weddings, couldn't go to funerals, couldn't do this, couldn't do that. That was not based on science. Let that sink in. You can look it up. He said it wasn't based on science. And then it just kind of happened. Now, these things don't just happen. These things happen because the government took advantage of the situation and tried to see what all they could get away with and how far people would conform. So... This is just another reason why I hate the government, and I will never blindly trust any of what they tell me. I trust maybe two politicians. One's named RFK Jr., and the other one is named Rand Paul, because he's been on Fauci's ass this entire time, and guess what? As more time goes on, he's proved more right. Not to mention the fact that Fauci is the same guy who said that those little flimsy masks we wore weren't actually protective at all. But then he said, well, you got to wear two or three of them. No, dude, that was just for optics and to make people feel they were safe. Plenty of motherfuckers wore masks and still caught that shit. I think that it is a tragedy that that outbreak even happened because uh, there's no need for us to do that type of research in those facilities in the first place. So... You know, I know we can't change what had happened, but, you know, let's maybe try to make sure that shit doesn't happen again and not have shady programs going on in different countries. But, you know, that's just my viewpoint on it. 
because several independent journalists in other countries have stated that it was indeed a lab leak, very likely. So, read between the lines there. But yet our country is still pretty gung-ho that it wasn't. And Fauci's gung-ho that he wasn't doing gain-of-function research, even though that's exactly what he's been doing for about 40, 30 years. No. What had happened was they were doing programs they didn't want anybody to know about. It got out. And they scrambled to try to contain it. And nobody's perfect. But those programs don't need to be ran in the first place. It just is what it is. Just don't fucking lie to people about it. Because if they would have been like, hey, we had fucked up. This had gotten out. Please stay inside. Please find shelter. Please find a mask. Whatever the fuck it is. Please don't go near each other. We're trying to get this situation under control. We had a terrible accident. I would much. I would be much more inclined to actually be less of a theorist and listen to them. But the fact that over the course of the last couple of years, everything they have slowly said is slowly starting to be walked back or proven wrong makes me not want to believe anything they're trying to fucking say. Like, not to mention, all these vaccines, all these super healthy athletes dropping dead at our all-time high ever since the epidemic. And, uh, you know, that's definitely not related at all. But, hey, it's a good thing Pfizer bought Arena Pharmaceutical, which specializes in heart flammation medicine. Hmm. Weird, right? The same thing that Pfizer says their vaccine doesn't cause is the same company Pfizer just bought. You getting that? But, you know, it's probably just a conspiracy. Definitely not a coincidence at all. <laughs> I just, uh, I think they really fucked it up. But, oh well. Um, what else we got to talk about? Anything else exciting going on in the world? I'm patiently waiting for more of that Epstein stuff to come out so I can uh, do a nice deep dive on it and pull up what I can pull up and probably do a whole ass episode on that. Although I will say, it's been a pretty good year of um, different countries deciding to rise up. You know? I'm not doing that. Just so we're clear, government. Don't come after me. But I'm just saying... We've seen uh, France rise up, and Poland is now rising up after uh, their election, because immediately after their election of Donald Tusk, I believe is his name, who is a installed puppet from the WEF, which is a World Economic Forum, a.k.a. Um, George Soros, Kyle Swab, all those Davos weirdos that want a one-world government and, you know, Agenda 2030 stuff. But yeah, uh, they elected uh, Donald Tusk and immediately arrested two opposing MPs and then took over all the state broadcasting and shut it down and arrested all those who opposed. So now there is a massive, massive, massive protest in Poland. And um, yeah, all this stuff is going on in Western countries. Isn't that crazy how all of our leaders tell us that our way is the right way, but yet over the last two years, 
There has been more civil uprising in all of these countries than ever before. Whether it be because of political parties or accepting dangerous refugees. Which I feel will be coming to America soon because I think they had said through the Department of Homeland Security there was about 300,000 detainees through just December at our border. And ever since Biden has been president, there's been about 9 million immigrants in the country. And mind you, these aren't kids and children. All these footage that I'm seeing is literally of age men. And hey, we see what they did in Italy. We see what they're doing in Ireland. We see what they're doing all over Europe. But yet, we're allowing them in? Now, for the record... I don't want to sound like I'm a white supremacist because I'm clearly not white. I am black and, yeah, I'm mixed. So, yeah, definitely not a white supremacist. But this is what happens when you lose control of your countries and you just let everybody come in. So it's a very chilling time to be living, I guess, because between world war threats, civil war threats, and invasions... There's really like no resting. <laughs> so that's another part of the reason why I wanted to make my podcast finally. So I could just get off the thoughts of my chest. And maybe some of you will share the same thoughts. Or maybe I could inspire a couple of you to actually start looking into things. And not believing stupid narratives. Because there's a whole lot of proof out there. If you turn off Fox and CNN. And actually do your own research. But, you know, I think for today's episode, that should be good enough. I'm going to try to do this semi-weekly, and sometimes weekly. But I appreciate you checking this out. And uh, please rate my podcast. That would be pretty cool. I don't really care what you rate it, one through five. Just give me some traction. Share it. You know, if you want to do that too, that would be cool. If you want to donate to my Cash App. That'd be awesome. Keep this podcast rolling. Keep my life rolling. (laughs) Uh, My name is uh, N-I-K-B-A-G-L-E-Y-92 on Cash App. So, yeah. Other than that, I'll continue to do this for free. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you keep checking me out. Much love. Have a good day.